DNVR Bets Daily. It's RK. It is Professor Dre and uh, Dre. I uh, had to change up the eyewear a little bit today uh, Mm. because I am ice cold and sliding down a slippery slope. I see. I see. We're going with the snow analogy. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. uh, You know what? I, I started out so hot. You know, the future is so bright, and now I'm just trying to keep the snow out of my eyes. It's yeah. so cold. Dare we say that maybe that that first opening day win got you a little overconfident, and then the twins ended up uh, kind of biting you here? You know what? I will never lose faith in my twins. Mm. Uh, at, at least they did their job in uh, hitting that over yesterday that we ended up kind of falling in love with there at the end of the show mm-hmm. um but you know what i I'll, I'll i'll get through this i will get through this uh you know everyone goes through slumps in the end you know i'm one and three in the last two days it's okay it's all right it's better than mm-hmm. zero and four uh it looks like you have some eyewear today you know it four and one the last two days in kbo picks two and oh yesterday with an insane cover from my great i've forgotten their names oh the giants that's who i like the giants the giants the latte giants <laughs> as you see our records here they're getting so you a lot of wins the lots yeah. of giants they sure are they <laughs> sure are <laughs> um all right so you had this crazy win last night yeah you yep. got to tell me a little more about this yeah so remember i took the money line on the giants who were underdogs to sweep the kt whiz away which again away games don't matter so that's kind of an inefficiency we're mining and i had him over nine and a half and uh you know i i wake up i see the score and they covered they everything went well unbeknownst to me when i look a little further this was an all-time a bad beat, but at the same time, my entire strategy was rewarded in the very end. Do we... Real quick, I think, Allie, do we have video of this? I think we might have video of this this uh, crazy backdoor cover. Oh, there you on. go. We're in the seventh, and my guys are down three to one. And this legend, our right fielder with two guys on base, comes here and uncorks one right there. <laughs> Look at this legend, right fielder. He's been raking for years. He makes 1.8 mil. I looked him up today because he's a legend. And now it seems like KT Wiz, they are ripe for the taking. The money line's already covered. We've got a ways to go, though, for three before we can get that over nine and a half. Here's another bomb. I mean, look at my, look at, Jeez, my big man right here <laughs> gets a stand up stand up double doesn't even slide because it'd be dangerous if that guy slid now we've got a runner in scoring oh, position the bat flip, the bat flip. look oh, the at this guy fly. the sack oh, no. fly to end the inning so not even a sack fly that he bat flipped no. a fly out he's a jackass he he (laughs) he bat flipped the final the final out of the inning he's screwing me so here we have another chance boom how many times in the mlb we take these kind of plays from the shortstop for granted Trevor story that's routine right routine boom we got a guy on first here's the bunt 
here is the bunt. Oh, I see. <laughs> and we've got guys on first and second now. So it just got interesting. We still have a chance for this over. Oh my God. Look at that squeak. Oh, right yeah. <laughs> so we could have got two, but there's no hustle. We're at least five to three. We're still alive. Now, though, if I was watching this live, I'd go crazy because what is, now real quick, what's the over? Nine. nine and a half. Nine and a half. We're at eight. We're at eight. Bases loaded. Here we go. Sack fly time. Nope. Worst sack fly I've seen in a while. Thanks oh, for you not. You gotta get that. Come on, you could score there. Uh, they're not hustling at all on the bases. They're they're just. Here's this guy. Oh, okay. Good defensive play. Good defensive play. We oh, know in the KBO. No. Yeah, that's how this. Here's the old red bat over here. He's my least favorite of the bunch. Look at this guy. Wasted opportunity. Oh. We had the over right here in the eighth. Bases loaded, and they blow it like this. Wow. KT Wiz doesn't even help me. They could have scored a run to get me closer. Nope. Here's this guy, the legend of all legends, the real MVP, the reliever that had yet to play in the entire series. He walks the first batter. Let's go. Oh, lots of symbols. Usually they only have three symbols yeah, for their name. Long named. Long named. Much like his ERA, I'm sure. And he walks another one. Oh, no. He's a legend. All you needed to do is hold it here, and your team has a shot in the bottom of the ninth. And look at this guy. We have it, Ryan. Oh. No. And the guys can't even tag up. We could have been on second and third at least. They don't even tag up. We thought the game was over right there, and we had the over. Oh, oh the wild pitch comes. <laughs> and now we're on second and third because the KBO loves us. And here, is this the one? Is this the one? Uh, oh, oh yeah. my God. Did he score? We're going to score one. And oh right my there, God, there's man. 10 oh. runs. This there's is, our this, over. This is why you got to be, you Come have on. to be watching these games. Like that was the thrill of a lifetime. You're telling and me. And you missed out on it live because you I were did. sleeping. I did. I sure did. I sure did. So that's that's what's I'm going hot. on in the like, KBO. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was incredible. That was incredible. So God, it seems like racing. It seems like incredibly lucky. But didn't I say the KT Wiz's bullpen was depleted and destroyed? And in fact, my Giants score six runs in the last three innings to give me that over. Insane. Oh man, God, I you know, love the KBO. And what's messed up is I had KT Wiz in that game. But you know what? I'm happy Oof. for you. Yeah, I'm just that's the I kind of guy it. I am that I you know I'm just happy for you and s someone has to go cold for someone else to go hot and I'll take so true I'll take that right now and, and speaking of hot goodness gracious I can barely <laughs> live in these things I can't see okay um speaking of getting hot you know what I'm bringing them back on um mm. I want to quickly talk. The NFL schedule release came out today. Sure and I just want to revisit a bet that we already threw out that I even feel better about right now. Obviously, we talked about the Broncos and the over. That was our first ever show. Broncos over seven and a half. Of course, it originally was Broncos over six and a half. I right. think we have a graphic for this. Let's uh, pull up the Broncos seven and a half was what we were talking about. And man. This is uh this is better now. This is a better bet now than it was when we gave it out. Okay. And again, you talk about you said it back then. 
this is going to go up. And I think just with the way that this schedule shook out, it's so favorable for the Broncos that this could happen sooner rather than later. In my opinion, four of your first six games are quite winnable. You go Tennessee at Pittsburgh, home to Tampa Bay, at New York, at New England, Miami. I think four of those should be wins. Boy, you do. Yep. Tennessee, uh, Tampa Bay, New England, Miami. Man. I'm not scared of Tom Brady. Sorry. <sighs> the start of that season does look a little rough to me. What? Yeah, um, what is rough about this? Other than going well, to New York. I mean, the Titans were. Uh, no, no, no. That's a that's a playoff team. They they have a formula that works. They come into your building um, week one. And, you know, who knows how much of a crowd advantage is going to be there on that late Monday night. I don't know. I, and I the Steelers, that defense is you know what the Broncos' record is in home openers? Well, I know, Ryan, but it's different when you don't have a sellout crowd. Like, I think that's a huge factor in all this, especially early on. The lungs burn all the same, Andre. I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Um, Like I said, Tampa Bay. That's an yeah. L for Tampa Bay. Okay. Um, at New York Jets, I'm actually putting an L on the schedule there, and that could, that could be a wow. tough one. I mean, you're traveling to New York on Thursday night football. Yeah, um, that's tough. That's not fun. Mm-hmm. Then you got at New England. They're going to be trash. Um, wow. And then Miami at home, that's a win. And then, of course, you get Kansas City. That's tough. But then you go into the bye week. Week eight bye. That, you Beautiful. know, that's something Beautiful. you should be looking for when you're picking over-unders on teams. Where does their bye fall? People think the bye is insignificant. It's extremely oh, it significant. Oh, yeah. So you get the best bye possible. So we're four and three at this point. Four and three. Okay. Yep. Then you go at Atlanta, at Las Vegas. You could honestly split these um, okay. and still be okay yep. as you're looking to cover that seven and a half. I Let's think you could probably sweep them. Four. Right, right. I, I, I think the sweep is more realistic, but I like being more conservative and saying we're, we're five and four after after Las Vegas. Yep. Yeah, just for the sake, five and sure. four. Home to Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, that's a sure. win. Okay. Home to that's New Orleans for the sake of the exercise. We'll call that an L. Okay, six and five. At Kansas City on Sunday Night Football in December, the schedule gods just gave you a big middle finger here yep. and said, hold this L real quick. That's absolutely right. Uh, then you go to you get to warm up your bones when you go to Carolina the next week. You and like that that, uh, that to me is a win. Okay, we're They're at tanking. seven. We're at seven wins. Okay, so now okay. you have three games for one win. That's right. Home to Buffalo. Uh-huh. That's going to be a tough game, but I call that a win. Okay. At Los Angeles Chargers, I, when we went over this, I actually called this a loss. I don't know why. I just feel weird about this one. Yeah. Um, but you're already at eight, and then you finish uh, with the Raiders there with nine wins, and that was being conservative. I feel like that was being conservative. We've got a couple wiggle. I mean, I think both Jets, Chargers, and uh, one of those Vegas Atlanta away games, you could easily say one of those, if not two of those three, is a W. So I guess you've sold me. Okay. Okay. So again, Broncos seven and a half. I feel really good about it. Um, and I actually, when we went through, we just went, we hit nine. When I went through the schedule on the, on the DNVR Broncos podcast, I had the Broncos at 10 and six. Uh, and I feel pretty good about that. Well, that's solid. Yeah. I mean that, that and you don't with... need 10 and six. You need eight and eight to win this bet. But of course, everyone, right. Right. Yeah, everyone listening to this is probably pulling for the, uh, 
the old ten and six that I pulled six. out. Or, yeah, you know, well. sixteen and zero. What what what's the difference? Right. Exactly. Okay. So I mentioned that the schedule is out, yep. and Andre, you know what that means? I sure do. That means that there are real live NFL games with lines on DraftKings Sportsbook that you can bet on. Let's go. That is, uh, I mean, just when I opened up, I, 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 I mean, oh, I'm I looking know. at my phone right now. I can't get my facial recognition because of these goggles. <laughs> but just when I opened up the app <laughs> and I just saw like the first line on there, it's Houston in Kansas City oh. on Thursday night football. And I'm just like, oh my God, look at this. This is, this is a football game with a line. It's so on DraftKings Sportbook that you can pick. And I'll be honest, uh, the first line I saw is one that I like. I like uh, Houston plus 10 there. Very interesting. I tell you what, I wasn't able to watch your guy's show because I was crunching these numbers with two different models to figure out what lines would come out. Very interesting that these first four games, well, in my order, it's kind of different forever. But we have the first four games I crunched YPP, which is kind of a, a macro way of, or a microwave rather, Why don't of you looking at it. Quickly yeah. talk about YPP because it's going to be something right. you probably talk about a lot on this show. Yeah, probably. Yeah, YPP is simply, you know, rather than based on point differential, like with estimated win, which we talked about earlier in the week, or based on, you know, total yards, it's just yards per play. And it really comes down to, uh, positive yards per play is your offense creating more yards on a per play basis than your defense gives up. A negative YPP would be vice versa. So it's it's a good way to kind of, you know, even though the record or the scoring might be indicating that they're a 10-win team, YPP indicates they're more like an 8-win team. So that's where you you... That's where it comes into play, and it's a really great indicator uh, for you know lines on on football and where there's market inefficiencies and what have you. Okay, now you can get into what you were going towards. Yeah, what is interesting is we don't know if there will be fans, so I don't even know. You know what's built into the YPP is the three point home advantage for certain teams. Didn't know how to treat that. I just treated it as normal. And yet, treating that as normal with all these kind of different factors going just off the YPP numbers off the production of last season, not factoring in for any improvements or roster shuffling or anything, we still had the first four lines were within one and a half points of what Vegas had. Wow. So that tells you that they're probably using similar metrics. 100%. And it tells you they're not messing around right now. They're assuming fans will be there. They're not going to, you know, mess too much with off-season moves and what have you. We'll see that later on, which is why it's nice to talk about week one now and kind of try to see where some lines will be changing in the future as we get closer to the season. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting because even there, the, the crowd factor, I really think is interesting. And like the Redskins aren't getting that plus three for the crowd factor, but maybe the Redskins and Chargers will be in the same boat as everyone else this year. Right. Who knows? That, so that's a huge albatross laying over this entire conversation of these week one lines. Okay. So why don't you give me something that the model did like? Vikings 
at home against the Packers. Mm. Minnesota's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Both models have them as at least seven-and-a-half, if not 11-and-a-half point favorites. Whoa. And that really comes down to, and this is why using EW, estimated win, is beautiful for this because Vegas in the win totals is telling us Green Bay, a team that won 13 games last year, is their win totals at eight and a half, right? Whoa. Yeah. That's how much, how little the bookmakers think of them. Minnesota, on the other hand, is also eight and a half. But last year they were a 10 win team. And I think that's more legitimate than that. And that's why the models like them at home. So model says take Vikings, man. That is over. That goes against what my gut would tell me to do. I bet it does. Yep. Because I am, I love. My my favorite bet is home underdog with the better mm-hmm. quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite bet ever. Now, obviously, oh, this is a road team. Always great, right? Home dog. So if you give me like uh, the the Seahawks are playing the 49ers at home and the 49ers are catching a point and a half, I'm like, I got the better quarterback and I got the home field advantage. Give me the give me the Seahawks all day. But I my second favorite thing is is solid underdog with the better quarterback. And mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is clearly the better quarterback in this matchup, yeah, despite yeah. all of the arguments and right. you know problems they have there. But I'm going to take your word for that because I, I, for some reason, just can't put any faith into the Packers after the way their organization handled this offseason. Right, and obviously, I mean, there's a reason the models are going to like this, and we might say, well, this is actually why the eye, te- the eye test or the you know the news says contrary and stuff like that. The better quarterbacks definitely going to play into that. Not not to mention the Vikings' defense is kind of in a rebuild. You like home dogs with veteran quarterbacks, though. You said home dogs with the better quarterback. I won't say better, but it's one hell of a veteran quarterback. Falcons plus one at home against the Seahawks is one that the models liked a lot. And uh, if you remember the Falcons, it seemed like Quinn is going to get fired. Their head coach mid season. They kind of turn it around for him. Really played tough down this stretch. Honestly, they should have tanked more or they would have had a higher pick than 16th where they didn't really have anyone fall into their lap that they wanted. That's a team that I think could be, you know, a bit a bit sneaky this season. Same coaching staff and everything, veteran quarterback. I don't think there'll be too much of like uh the first month was rough. There was a lot of different new faces in the building, a lot to adjust to. Against the Seahawks team, we don't know what's happening with Clowney. That's just one I want to I want you to to consider. All right, you're going to start learning some of my rules here. Okay. I don't know if this is rule number 1. But it is in the top five of my rules. Never bet against Russell Wilson. Mm. Okay. I mean, that that's actually not a bad rule to have. Like, no matter what the situation, no matter what the game is, no matter what yeah. is going on, he always finds a way. And you will absolutely 100% have your heart broken by Russell Wilson if you bet against him enough. Yeah, and that's the thing. When the point spreads, you know, within one or three and a half, Guys like Rodgers and Russell Wilson do move the needle on that because they can just invent a 50-second drive to end the game and flip this line on its head. Exactly. You're absolutely right. 
Okay, and I'll I mean, give you one that I like here. Yeah, lay it on me. Bengals, the Burrow Show, at home to the Chargers, getting three and a half points. This is this hmm. is the uh, the home dog with the better quarterback. Even though I don't love wow. Burrow, I still like him better than either Tyrod Taylor or Justin Herbert. Uh, and you're getting three and a half points there at home. That feels like a lot to me. Interesting. I'm the Chargers are a team I need to figure out hard, and the Bengals are a team week one scares me a little more than most because they're so young. Obviously, yeah. we have a lot of time to yes. uh, yeah, we sure fun, do. You know, I, I'm not saying you need to go hammer the uh, week one line right now. It's honestly <laughs> right, more right. fun to talk about. Oh, totally. Like uh, even when we're going to work our way towards the Broncos line, mm-hmm. but even then, it's like you don't need to. This isn't like you got to buy the seven and a half right now. Um, yes. You got to get the Drew Lock numbers that we yes. talked about now, and we'll bring that up in a second. But you don't need to get the one and a half right now. No, no. Like, or or jump on the three and a half for the Vikings or the plus one for the foul or any of these lines we've said. But I love seeing the way that Vegas is thinking about this. Oh, yeah. Um, huge. Another one that I like here. Well, a couple. And, and it's funny because yeah. some of these bets go against my feelings on these actual teams. But sometimes you just like yeah. the Buccaneers with Tom Brady are getting four points. I think that's going to be I a know. close game. The models say the Bucks, based off their play last year, should still be only two point underdogs. Yep. Now they've added Tom Brady. Yeah. And Rob seems like a lot. Right. And also the Saints are one of those teams that are coming off as a bit overrated for the models. Uh, by the way, 49 and a half in that game. You say over hammer at home, huh? Okay, yep. I like that. I like that. Um, I'm down. Another one I like here. Cardinals catching eight and a half with the 49ers. Obviously, that's my guy, Kyler. He's going to win MVP this year. And they played them close uh, both times last year. Uh, you know, they actually fought pretty hard with the 49ers when they played them last year. So that's one that I'm keeping an eye on. Just just too many points. I'm not saying they're going to go into uh, to Santa Clara and get that win. Mm-hmm. But I think Kyler uh, is going to have an insane season. And I think that eight and a half is far too many points there. The models were split on this one. Um, I want to I wanna get a better feel. I also got the feeling maybe the Colts are being overrated, but man, those Jags just look so crappy. I wouldn't put any money on the Jaguars. What's interesting <laughs> is the Lions favored by a point at home. And both models think that's not enough against the Bears. Wow. I mean, it was easy. It's easy to write off the lines because they were so bad after Matt so Stafford bad. went down. Right. But when they get him back, you know, that's yeah. a team. I wouldn't put this in my rules, but I don't love betting against Matt Stafford. No, you're right. You're right. He's it's just, always he's like, unpredictable. Yeah. And you're always get like having to give up too much, too many points because it's the Lions. So you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, it's like not worth it. All right, let's make our way to the main event here. Let's do it. Broncos minus one and a half versus the Texans. And, ooh, that is money in the bank. Is it? Yep. You're just not convinced by the the Titans at all. Not even a little bit. Um, 
I think that they had a fun little run last year. Thanks for that. No uh-huh. thanks for not finishing off the Chiefs. Right. Um, Derrick Henry got really hot, and that was great for them. Yeah. Uh, but this is a team that is so underwhelming to me in every facet. I think Ryan Tannehill is going to come way down from where they put him up on that pedestal by giving him a contract. And I just, I'm not sold on anything about them. And by the way, when Derrick Henry came to Denver last year, he averaged 1.9 yards per carry. Yeah. And they scored a grand total of zero points in the entire game. Yeah. I mean, I suppose that's true. And it's not like they've added many offensive weapons and that run game has the last two years got going in the second half of the season. Hasn't really been this dangerous run game early in the year. The models, if we use uh, the EW estimate that we had from the Broncos performance isolated based on when they had Drew Locke playing, which again might be a little unfair because I should do the same with the Titans. These teams are basically even. You should be getting at least three points for the Broncos because they're at home. But again, a bit of a grain of salt here because we don't know if it'll be a true home field advantage. Though, as you point out, this might be one of the few home field advantages that actually has any sort of impact because of what how the altitude could factor in here. At the same time, though, um, you know, YPP likes the Titans better. I haven't isolated the YPP for just when Locke was there. I'm sure that would favor the Broncos a little more. But I see this as a bit of a toss-up. I think the one and a half to the home team might even be a a tad generous and a a little more respect than we've seen the Broncos get from the bookmakers thus far. Well, I'm kind of bummed that we're not, you know, putting our foot in the ground here because I would love to go against you on this one. I think this is uh, Mm. this is easy. This is easy. The Broncos, 37 and one in home openers, 37 and one. It's not bad. It's not bad. That will work. I mean, that's why they're a one and a half point. I just I, I guess what I'm getting to with all these week one lines is I, I'd like to know a little more about the teams and a little more about what circumstances we will be playing. And I think that's that's another reason why there's no rush here. It's right. fun to talk about. It's fun oh, to see yeah, we kind have. of what Vegas is looking at, yeah. what they're uh, projecting. But you, do, you don't need to pounce on these. There's too many variables. No, exactly. Now and then. And I mean, that's the show. Sometimes we'll give you picks we're real hot about. And sometimes we're just talking about the betting news of the day and how it's relevant and where we think this might be going and molding, you know. And speaking of bets that we love, uh, for anyone who is a new listener here, why don't we pull up the old Holy Trinity? This right here in Denver, we trust. This is the Holy Trinity of Broncos pop props. And you got to get on on these quick because we think that all of these are going up over time. Broncos over seven and a half wins. We talked about that early. Drew Locke over 3,375 and a half passing yards. That's 210 yards a game, folks. Do not let this pass you by. Drew Locke over 20 and a half touchdowns. This one, you know, he was on pace for 22 last year. And that's with a ragtag group of receivers and an offensive line. And we've talked about it a lot. But I just want to get, you know, any new listeners – if you're wondering what we love when it comes to the Broncos, you just downloaded the DraftKings app 
and you're thinking, man, you know, I really want to get some Broncos action. This is where you want to go. This is what you want to get in on. These are the Holy Trinity in Denver. We trust. Okay. That hasn't the lock passing yards. It climbed yesterday when we did the show hasn't climbed now. Also side note, I checked all the win totals since the calendar has come out for the NFL. All the win totals are the same. None have gone up or come down based on the schedule. Release. Good to know. And I do believe, though, that some places outside of DraftKings, some other books have already put the Broncos up at eight. Yes, I was seeing that earlier today on a Cliz tweet. So just yeah. uh, keep an eye. Uh, like I said, Better you hit ha- it. Yes, yep. get that right now before that half win true. goes away. That's a big half win. A half win is a lot. So true. Okay. Well, it's time. We saw the records a little bit earlier. We could pull those up one more time. I've uh, fallen. That's why I have the goggles on. I've fallen down a slippery slope. I'm a little bit cold out here. Uh, and Andre has gone the other way. Four and one since day one. You know, somehow the guy who likes numbers and analytics has done better with a bigger sample size. I can't imagine how. <laughs> um, so, oh the professor. Yeah. What do you got for us on the KBO slate tonight? I am kicking myself that yesterday I was so ready. We've been talking about the overs. Patrick was telling us about the juiced balls. Depth of pitching is going to be a theme throughout the KBO season, not just now, but as the season evolves, that's something people were predicting early on anyways, and they're not going to be able to add to their staffs because guys from the AAA won't be able to come up because borders are closed and stuff. So anyways, the overs just need to go up. You and I were talking earlier. They didn't have the lines yet. They came in. I expected them to be higher because every over hit yesterday. Every one of them. Every single one. Day one, it was three of five hit. Day two, one of five. Day three, five of five. The overs are just hitting. This is going to be the fourth best starter on these teams. Oh, and with bullpens that were depleted because all these overs hit yesterday. So I'm taking every single <laughs> over. <laughs> over. That's your slate tonight. <laughs> That's my slate. But I wouldn't stop there. KT Wiz. Hold on, has... <laughs> hold on, hold on. We can only track so many bets per day here. <laughs> give me give me just one more. If you are not, if you are not as ambitious as I am here and you want to narrow it let me down. Just say, it's very to topical that the uh, gambling problem hotline is scrolling across the bottom here as you give out 27 lines well what can i say when when you when you find an inefficiency and you gotta let it ride and i'm hot i'm hot gambling against the kt whiz that poor bullpen will never come around now they're playing the defending champion Dusan bears with the the fourth best starter i am taking the bears minus 1.5 here and if you have to settle down for one over instead of taking all five that's the over you should take just Agreed. hammer the kt whiz they are terrible yeah you are you and i are on the same page there i like the one and a half and the over there uh, a little worried about the whiz holding up their end of the bargain on that over but yeah. dusan has been just absolutely raking since that first game against my twins when they just got absolutely fooled by my man's left hook. But they're uh, they're locked in now. I'm with you. Over one and a half. I can go with you on those. Let's do it. So that's your one non-taking-all-the-overs bet. Yeah. Okay, all right. I'm taking the one and a half from Doosan. 
the mm-hmm. over nine in that game. And then uh, you're going to have to help me with this one, Andre. Okay. LG and NC Dinos, a big time rivalry Ooh, within the yes. DNVR family. We got a lot of Dinos fans mm-hmm. and then me and uh, AJ, I believe, are riding with the twins. I think I still have AJ on my team. The although heels. he did love the, the Wyverns. Um, yeah, yes, the Wyverns. Is that what you call them? What Do we know what that is? SK Wyverns? No, I've looked it up. I have no clue what it is. So. Yeah, okay. I have no clue what that is either. No Anyways, clue. the Dinos and the Twins. Big rivalry here. The True. Twins, not exactly helping me out in the win column the last couple days. That's okay. They did help me out with the over last night, and I'm going over here. Why is this over Eight. so low? You got to help me out. Bro, I have no clue. The Dinos are playing well. The Twins are raking have had a you know they, i think they scored four last night uh they had eight in the first game they're definitely averaging somewhere in the five range per game i believe maybe even yeah. a little higher i'm very confused why this is at eight i feel like they know something I, we don't i mean they might i think everyone's just figuring it out and if you see if you've got a strategy that's working you you let it ride that's that's where i'm at right now for three days into the kbo all right, so there you go. Andre says hit every over, which I'm all I love those type of bets. It feels like you just have yeah. a really good chance of coming out on top of that. Um, yeah. I trust you on that. But nice. so how many bets did you end up putting down here? That's just six. That's the beauty of the KBO. It's just five games every day. I love that. I wake up in the morning, oh, I, I Google KBO scores. And I know the score of every Same. game within five minutes. Same. It takes two seconds. It's Incredible. I, I know. I can't wait for the weekend because that's when I might be able to open up the schedule and actually watch one of these games again. Ooh, nice. Uh, maybe Sunday day games. Can we get another 11 p.m. start? Saturday, we're going to get some 11 p.m.s. So Saturday for us is almost like a double header. They play at 2 a.m. very start of Saturday and then again at 11 p.m. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Well, wow. we will get into some KBO, and before and then, we leave, and I guess I've, I've buried the lead here because, um, you know, we're waiting till the end wow. of the show for the most That's exciting so news, yeah. but this weekend, we obviously have a gigantic UFC slate, you yeah. know, for, forget about the KBO for a second, as much as we love the KBO, uh, this is a, a, like you said, it's like a, tr- what'd you say, a quadruple, you know, main event? Yeah, yeah at least, yep. It got a quadruple main event on USC, and our guy uh, Chris O'Donnell was asking for these earlier UFC bets. Well, tomorrow's show is going to be all about the UFC card. And why is that exciting? Well, because we have the number three ranked heavyweight contender in the world. It's true. Curtis Razor Blades joining us on the show tomorrow. And I got to tell you, he's great. Yeah, he amazing. is great. He has takes that he wants to unleash. And so we are going to have Curtis Blades on the show tomorrow, our first ever guest. And yeah. we are coming in hot with the guest list. So make True. sure you tune in tomorrow night as we bring on Curtis Razor Blades and discuss this entire UFC card. And I'll tell you what, Andre, I'm riding with him. Whatever Beautiful. he says, that's what I'm doing. How could you go against him, frankly? I mean, yeah, no one, you know, even though Andre knows a lot, I feel like no one maybe knows more than uh, the actual guy 
who uh, <laughs> participates in the sport. Yeah, you'd think. So, anyways, that's going to wrap it up for us tonight on DNVR Bets Daily. Big shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook Big for time. presenting our show. And real quick, you know, we have a lot of fun on this show, and, and we like to, uh, you know, turn this into a really fun thing, betting. And it can be a really fun thing, but if for some reason it has become a problem for you, you can call the gambling hotline at 1-800-522-4700. Uh, you know, again, try to keep it fun, try to keep it light, but if you need help, that's your place to call. Anyways, tomorrow, Razor Blades on the show. We can't wait to have it. We will talk to you then.